So today, as Pastor Laurie was telling the children, is Epiphany Sunday and the wise men follow the star, just like she leads the children to follow the star. Our, the, our Bible lessons, I will not be reading the Psalms, although it is printed in the bulletin. The scripture I'd like to read for us now is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Matthew 2, 1 through 12. Let us hear God's word to us. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. From, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not returned to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Before I came to this country in 1989, the word epiphany to me was just the name of the story of the coming of the wise men to baby Jesus, as I had just read to us in Matthew's story. When I first came to this country at age 28, I got quite confused when one of my new friends said, I just had an epiphany. I remember thinking, what? She can't be 2,000 years old. She couldn't have been at baby Jesus' birth. How could she say she had an epiphany? I was really confused. So then I heard many other American, my new American friends saying, I had an epiphany or I just have an epiphany. So I was thoroughly confused. Gradually, I learned the word epiphany was not just the, the name of a visit by the three wise men to baby Jesus. 
I learned that an epiphany is a sudden understanding. It is like a light switched on in the darkness. That's what I came to learn. So the last few years, even I have been saying, I had an epiphany. Many of you have heard me say that. It's a good thing, usually. But it is also um, the right name, Epiphany, is also the right name with a capital E for the great Epiphany, the story of God's self-revelation in Jesus Christ to us. Will and I get often asked in early January every year, why is our Christmas tree still up and our outside lights still on at night? Our answer is that it is still Christmas. Do you remember the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas? The Twelve Days of Christmas starts on Christmas Day. The first day of Christmas my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. Shall I sing it? <laughs> Genevieve saying no. I don't want... Uh-huh. Thank you. See, I know other people love me more than Genevieve does. I don't want her to have heart attack. We're going to need her later, so let me not sing it. Anyways, the 12 days of Christmas season ends with Epiphany Day today. Today is the 12th day of Christmas, and it is actual Epiphany Day and the end of Christmas season for this year. Much of the scripture or the Bible is a series of epiphanies in which God gives us the insight we need in order to be in a loving relationship with God. Those epiphanies of enlightenments or revelations in the Bible tell the grand and sweeping story of God's saving action in history. Yet scripture also helps us understand the small epiphanies of our own everyday lives. And our small epiphanies or enlightenment, see the word enlightenment works for someone like me who grew up in a Buddhist culture. So in our small epiphanies or enlightenments connects us, uh, connect us to the great epiphany of God reaching out to us in love. The prophets of Israel who spoke God's word to the people were agents of epiphany. They helped people in their day, and they help us in present time to reach a new relationship with God. We see prophetic epiphany as the prophet Isaiah spoke to the people of Israel long ago, saying, God sees their suffering in captivity, God is rescuing them, and God is promising them a new time of hope. Their despair is not God's final word. The prophet Isaiah shares his epiphany repeatedly, saying in Isaiah chapter 40, Comfort, O comfort my people, speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Isaiah 51 verse 11 reminds us, The ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Isaiah chapter 52 verse 7 says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 instructs us 
Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. The gospel writer Matthew works to connect the epiphanies or prophecies of the Old Testament to the one great epiphany of Jesus as Emmanuel, God with us. He helps us understand that God hears the people then and God hears us now. God acts intervening in human history. God fulfills God's promises. God does a new thing. God comes in Jesus the Messiah with good news of salvation. The wise men in the Epiphany story were powerful astronomers so they could read and understand the stars. When they saw Jesus' star, they followed it, just like Laurie was leading the children. At Jerusalem, they lost sight of the star and asked for directions. They really are wise men that, unlike most men I know, that they stopped and asked for directions. <laughs> My husband, who had been in that region a few times, told me that Bethlehem is only six miles or so away from Jerusalem. With King Herod's devious help, the wise men start for Bethlehem and again see the moving star. In the Gospel according to Matthew, the prophetic word of God's salvation moves from the mouths of the prophets to the mouths of the wise men. The wise men knew that they were looking for a newborn child who was God's promise to all people. Through the wise men, the unannounced or unnoticed birth becomes the greatest epiphany ever in history. It is the epiphany of God's revelation that God's salvation in Jesus is for all people. There is more that goes on in the story of the epiphany of God's self-revelation. The wise men have a new dream or epiphany that sends them home by a different road, avoiding King Herod. Herod has no epiphany and acts like the fearful king he is, killing infants and children in his desperate grasp for power. And Joseph dreams, Joseph the father of baby Jesus, dreams another life-saving epiphany and flees with Mary and baby Jesus to Egypt. Last week, Dr. Rada preached on the importance of focusing on living in the here and now of our present time. In the Presbyterian School of Christian Education, all students must take two group process classes in which we were taught how to live here and now. The purpose of the classes were to find the presence of Christ in the here and now in our lives. It was not as easy as it sounds, I mean the class was, because it involved the risk of genuine openness and trust. But they were two of the most rewarding classes I have ever taken in my many schooling years. As Christians, we are invited today to rise and shine because the light of Jesus is with us now. The now is the context of our living out our mission of loving God and loving neighbor. This is the heart of our focus here at Church of the Palms. 
We are all invited to make it our own personal focus and live in it this moment. The history is made of time called here and now. As we accept the invitation to rise and shine, we are aware that Jesus is our light now. What was true for my group at the seminary is true for us here, the people of Church of the Palms and friends and families. As a group, all right, maybe as a crowd, we have to be genuine, risk new insight, trust God's promises, make room for the guidance of the Holy Spirit, and respond with generosity to God's gift of Jesus, Son of God, our Savior, our Savior Emmanuel, God with us, God's epiphany. For the Gospel writer Matthew, what is important is that this greatest of epiphanies, Jesus Christ, is for all people to hear and to receive. Grace for one people has become grace for all people, including us. As we read in Revelation chapter 21, verse 26, the old Jerusalem has become the new Jerusalem, made so big that the glory and the honor of all nations shall enter it. Today, we celebrate the sacrament of communion. We are invited to the Lord's table here to celebrate the gift of God's saving light in Jesus. Jesus is, in fact, our light, the self-revelation of God. Jesus is the epiphany. And all of these epiphanies or enlightenments, great and small, point to the time of the new Jerusalem in the new heaven in which we shall see and be with God. As we see in Revelation chapter 22, verses 16 and 17, Jesus as the Lamb of God invites all of us both to this table and to the new heaven, saying, it is I, Jesus, who sent my angel to you with this testimony for the churches. I'm the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bright say, come. And let everyone who hears say, come. And let everyone who is thirsty, come. Let anyone who wishes take the water of life as a gift. Amen and amen. Let us pray. Most gracious and loving God, we give you thanks for this Christmas season in which we celebrate your love given to us in Jesus' birth. We thank you for this Epiphany Day when we celebrate that your gift is for all people. Like the wise men long ago, may we be able to understand your self-revelation or enlightenment in our daily lives. We pray that the epiphanies of our lives may be in harmony with the great epiphany of your love revealed in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen. <laughs>